Welcome to the first inaugural podcast of season three of the Pro Detailer Magazine podcast. And we have a little taster, a little introduction, a little... It's a precast. It's a precast of a podcast. There we go. That's what we're doing. Uh, my name's Bert, and we're also joined by... Uh, Ian. Ian. And we collectively put together the Pro Detailer Magazine and do... Various, Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> do other things. Um, but we just wanted to have a little kind of conflab with each other and you about issue 14, give you a little insight into kind of behind the scenes, if you like, of how it's all put together. Yeah, last time we did this was 13, wasn't it, when we were waiting for the magazines to actually show up and it was a little bit hit or miss, so... It was a bit twitchy. Oh, no, it was, that was for 12. We didn't actually end up doing them for 13, No, did we, we didn't, no. We kept on talking about it. Yeah. I mean, we're only a month and a half late this time, so... <laughs> Well, it's been it's an interesting one because with thirteen it was um, it, it was kind of a lockdown mag again. We didn't have much CCA in their car care adventures. That is, yeah, we couldn't do any international travel, and it was still sort of frowned upon to do too much. So it was a lot more. Um, well, we made up stuff. We, we made up for it in issue fourteen, though. We've been all over the place to put fourteen together. Yes, um, I was trying just to checking it. that we still could. Like, get out there! Just, <laughs> we can, we can leave. Just go do it. I tried doing a mileage calculation, but I ran out of fingers. Um, but the um, weird thing is, actually, I did do a, a, a mileage calculation at one point. We've collectively we've driven something like six thousand miles for that one issue, which is kind of cool. And that doesn't include coming down here and back for me. No, or flying to Italy and back. So, um, yeah, all exciting stuff. But we just do a little kind of casual read-through, and this is, as I say, off-the-cuff um, stuff between us two because we chatted about it when we were doing it, and then we quite... Don't, don't expect sparkling content. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Um, don't start now. <laughs> and there are little bits that in the edit we both put in without the other one knowing, and then we kind of reread it. Think, oh, God. Um, we'd have to put that to legal and then realise there is no legal. Um, but uh, we did the A to Z of news and actually for once it wasn't a huge challenge and we haven't actually uh, made missed any letters or made any completely silly ones, which is good. But highlights for me, I think, um, shout out really to uh, Michael of the Polishing Booth um, up in Leyland and he's done his 12th year training, which popped up, which I think is, is a good a tour of service in this industry particularly as, as a multi-brand reseller um we have the change of hands of detailing world which we've talked to john hole about which is on a podcast in this forthcoming series so you know ears out the great one for the first time in a long time we've managed to use uh, w for wax stock without having to say that it's not going ahead that yeah positive it's, time, it's, it's, it's good news <laughs> it's happening the first trip out i actually went up to manchester stockport denton denton is where it's at for concept chemicals who are basically the owners of zirconite or at least they're the, the manufacturers behind zirconite which is a sort of ceramic specialist detailing wing of it um, and they had a detailer date and that was fun and get to meet uh, sean the professor who's their uh, uh, kind of technical in-house detailer r&d chappy 
What is that blue keg over in the the photo things on the right hand side on the uh, right hand page? The blue is keg. That wax or is that a polish? Uh, that is a polish, I think. I think they were making a compound there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they, they they were doing lots of compound manufacturers. They've got lots of big vats. That really is a, a decent sized site and and run very professionally. Um, and we've been to quite a lot of chemical factories in the past. And yeah, it was it was good. Um, then I shot down the opposite end of the country to Devon to see Nicola, and we did a, a lovely Audi that, strange enough, I briefly owned. Um, but Who never was on saw. This, this coming series of the podcast as well. Yes, and we got and we uh, talked about all sorts of things, and it was a really nice, nice podcast. That, which brings us to the IDA PBD day. That was a good laugh. That was fun, wasn't it? That Decent was a, burgers as well. Yeah. Well, you you as an ex chef talked to one of your chefing friends, and he came over and did some chefing, and everybody did some monging, and and we were all happy and full and fat. Children in the sunshine. Yeah. It seems like a long time ago now. It does. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did. Um, I remember I did a uh, photography. Um, kind of teaching quick session upstairs and then we had about an hour and a half talking about business with everyone on the out, out in the lawns out in the lawns did a pvd business lecture which um was was fun to do um and not everybody was asleep by the end of it he wasn't asleep it was, it was i wouldn't know i was asleep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was good we had garage therapy came over that was fun and we had premium shield came over which was mm -hmm. also cool um who else came that was it, wasn't no, that, it? No, that was. I mean, we were there as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. Fine. So that was that was brought the you, tone down. Then a couple of days later, you shot off to Zeta Details. Yeah, I went down to Sussex, and that was an auto bead training day. And they've got uh, Justina Briz, uh, lovely Justina, regularly in our pages, and she's came all the way from Antwerp in Belgium. Uh, and there was also Nicola was there too. Zeta herself was there. Um, so that was a that was an interesting day, and they had a mixture of like enthusiasts and sort of long serving and then some detailers uh, and got to meet Anthony as well who come all the way down from Teesside um, and yeah no it's fun then we went to Raw which was kind of um, Ripley, Ripley not that one because we were getting very confused at this yes. point because we had a lot of stuff in the diary of where exactly we were going for what and because later on we were going up north north we were thinking that this was Ripley in Yorkshire and, uh, good news Relatively, <laughs> it wasn't. Unfortunately, it was, it was Ripley that's kind of near Nottingham. Yes. So that was a fast drive with the windows up. But. Yeah, it was the first time I drove your Mercedes as well, and um, yeah, I did because then I drove it a second time, and we I botched and overtake and scared myself and you as well. And that was on the way back from um, from Western Superman. Ah, uh, yes. When you we you tried to accelerate and zoom forward, and it kicked in, and they went, "Oh no 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 no, 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 no. stop!" <laughs> it's very easy to overestimate things in that car. Um, but raw Your work own skill, yeah, <laughs> yeah, style. Um, yeah, raw were interesting. So uh, it is. I mean, we've we've talked about it in the past in terms of formation, but it's two guys who are ex Ferreckler mm -hmm. set up with uh, a third man who's based in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. and um, collectively they have done so well. They they own all their factory and training center and stuff like that. And yeah, they've got some clever tech and a really nice scientist chappy um, who's helped us out a couple of times as well. well yeah, I mean, what was quite interesting about this is these guys are. So I'm just going to move my mic a little bit because it'd be easier. Um, these guys are much more on the body shop side of things. So this is it, it started out as a little bit of a fringe of detailing thing, but with some of the tech that they've they're developing, these mm. sort of these actual they are actually ceramic abrasives. They're not just you know some SO2. Is that is actually well ceramic coated aluminium oxide abrasive. Exactly. Yeah. It, it it is a a, um, a genuine ceramic tech and. 
they've got some real potential moving into the detailing side of it if that's the direction they want to go. I know Oliver, the, the chap over in Hong Kong, is very keen, keen on yeah. the detailing side of it. And they have got some things like ceramic cuts and uh, waxes and and uh, bits and bobs like that. We did get a little bit of the, uh, the detailer as a junior to the body shop. It was very much kind of, well, if it's good enough for body shop, it's good enough for detailing. Yes. Which, which I, I saw you as a detailer were a bit twitchy about. Yes. Uh, you, you do kind of take offence, especially when any fucking idiot can, uh, can f- finish a car off. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. This one doing uh, um, But you didn't actually Next. start a fight about it because, yeah. Um, then we went to UKDA, which is, is basically going home for a flex day and then Teesside. Now we're going to talk about this in more detail later because there's another article and the next mega test all about this. Unless we wanna... no, we can talk about our experience in the uh, the Middlesbrough Hotel. I mean that was that was next to Labour headquarters. Uh-huh, yeah, um, I, with I, lots of uh, lots of metal sheeting over the window, so they're obviously popular. Yeah, lots of security, and I actually went for a wander in the early hours around uh, Teesside, and that was that was interesting. There was a nightclub full of students who were so lots of young people wandering around, and also when we went to the site, which is the old ICI chemical site, first thing it said there's no cameras. Now, <clears throat> speaking as a photographer, no cameras is is a is a career limiting situation. Um, so, and we had a special lecturer to let us in and stuff like that, and lots of different alarms. They're like an alarm for radiation leak, fire, terrorist attack, stuff like that. And I went there with my beard, uh, which has now recently disappeared, by the way, chaps. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was a that was a giggle. But we learned lots about graphene, which was the whole point of doing it. And uh, we will cover that shortly. Um, Essex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to Essex. That's your hometown. In fact, you stayed. It's not my hometown. It's my home county. You stayed with your parents. Yeah, I actually went and visited my parents when we were down there instead. Yeah. Stayed overnight. You went in some weird premier in up north, and then went and got a dog guard for your Subaru. Uh, I was about to say I drove up to Norfolk that night, got a Subaru, and then came back down again. Um, and um, yeah, I well, at least you got hotel. out. So yeah, exactly, exactly. It was my first trip in Uncrashable Three, which I won't bore you with much. Um, well, that was good because we we spent the. Well, I think we probably spent about half a day, three quarters of a day in the end with. Uh, over at Premium Shield, having to play with... Well, well, it took us about an hour to get to the right part of the industrial estate because there was some big vehicles moving and blocking things, and we found this dirt track, and we were in Uncrashable, which is basically, obviously, Colin McRae, and did a little power slide that made you squeal a little bit, which I kind of... I was impressed that I managed to do that. Did I? Yeah, you did. You made a weird noise. It's got an LSD at the back, so it kind sure of locks up. <sighs> no. No, 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 it was it was an arousal scream, not a disappointment scream. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was. I, that They've was, had one of those before. Yeah, <laughs> it's a man with a child. Um, uh, yeah, so that was that was a highlight for me. Uh, but no, on, in honesty, it was good. And we met Sonna of in depth detailing, um, and uh, he's, it was good to catch up with Sonna. And um, he was doing a course there in in PPF, and we learned quite a lot, really. Yeah, we got a couple of bits to um, to stick on the Merc and try out ourselves, and we did a little guide on that later on. Yeah. Uh, then we pop by Stuart over at Autogenie. He's a very nice tall man, isn't he? He is. He is. This is it. I, you see, I have a belief that the taller you are, the nicer you are. And in terms of PVD members, that stands out because we've got people like Ben Hewlett, who is 19 foot tall, uh, mm-hmm. and Stuart, who is frustrating. He's about two and a bit inches taller than me, and I'm six three and a bit, six five and heels. Um, and he's a lovely, lovely man, and he's got such a cool unit. He's, but he's, he's so butch, he's got a gym in his unit. Which is 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 sort of off-putting, but um, <laughs> no, he's a great guy, and he was doing some great work on a, on a on a disco five in those times. Yeah, then we popped over and saw Mass uh, over at Carriage Therapy, and then you of course it was kind of on the way back. It was kind of over and down the M1. And- See, that's an exception that proves real because Maz is not a tall man, and he's very nice too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've got their new Just unit. Does sports Spurs though? So. Does he? Yeah. 
I don't know. Um, and yeah, it was good to see Garage Therapy expanding to the point where they now basically need a warehouse and shipping distribution stuff being originally kind of a bathtub style kind of company. So that's really, really nice to see. And they've got that organized with some lovely list of units as well. Um, NEC Classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rich was up there, wasn't he, working on the uh, marina? Yeah, and th- so they had a Morris marina to, to build, yeah, to build uh, within a day, which is what they've been doing for quite a long time. Um, and it was great to actually be there for a long time. Bumped into quite a few people. Uh, saw James Batty of Auto Finesse. We had John Hole. I'm terrified I'm starting a list and then I'll forget somebody, but it was, uh, we saw Mr. Lintech and Cheshire Detailing Supplies. I'm going to stop the you there time. before you run out of people and we'll move on. Uh, okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, but I do want to highlight the fact there was a Hawkeye Impressor that was detailed by gareth and uh that was a stunning car and stunningly well prepared as well so just just putting it in there then we went to italy yeah eventually luckily yeah really close wasn't it that was super close so uh this is this confessional here um i am normally pretty anal when it comes to planning trips and stuff like this but somehow i managed to lose an hour in the time it takes to get to gatwick so i still swear you you had in your head that we were leaving from heathrow because that's that's where i thought we were leaving from when you said the time and i was like okay cool yeah it's about right yeah Awesome. Yeah, we, we, we got to the turn. You know the place where Google, if you're going from the M4 eastward and you need to get to the lower part of the M25, instead of just going to the M25 and around like a sensible human being, Google insists on sending you through places like Bracknell. Um, oh, Chevely Services. Uh, no, 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 after. After, after Chevely, after Reading. It's when you, it's, it's 322M or something ridiculous. I don't pay any attention. I'm just driving. And um, That's we, why we've got this problem in the first yeah, place. Exactly. We were at Fleet by the time, uh, Fleet, and um, realised we had less than an hour to make it onto the aeroplane not just to Gatwick onto the aeroplane via like some long stay parking that I found dirt cheap but it was about half a year away from, from yeah. Gatwick itself and so last minute we ended up having to uh, ditch the parking idea go and park on sites a short term parking unbooked £180 yeah it that, was a, that was a that was but a pinch by god we hit some serious speeds on the way there and we had Matt we had lovely Matt Taylor from Rupes with us in the back of the car trying not to squeak and he didn't actually to his credit he stayed very manly and even the weeping was, was pretty good and then we arrived at Milan and spent a long time fighting over a, a courtesy card because you needed a credit card and I don't have a credit card so we had to put it in Ian's name and then I was like oh but do I want to drive it with Ian's excess because if I have an accident you're going to be basically homeless and um, in the end we decided I drive that first night and then you drove pretty much the rest of it actually all the rest of it actually yeah. all the rest yes. of it yeah yeah, yeah uh, it was I, quite nice. It was a Stelvio. Stelvio, although it claimed to have two hundred odd brake, and it didn't. It definitely wasn't that quick. And in fairness, I did move it around the Rupes car park. So you mm-hmm. know, that's... I mean, I think the main problem was um, with you not driving was you were then relegated to navigational duties, which <laughs> you are absolutely <laughs> useless at. I'm I'm very descriptive in the directions. No, you're not. You're rubbish. No, I'm overly descriptive. We we got lost in Portsmouth recently. You're hesitant. That's your problem. I'm reflective. I take a philosophical approach to uh, to navigation. Maybe we'll get there. Probably won't. Yeah, and I'll, I'll spot things that are entirely irrelevant, like, oh, look at that, and look at this. And it's just, yeah, I'm not good ooh, at that. Oh, look at that turning go by. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it was fun. We had a huge... We, so Rupes treated us lovely, and we went out every night. And the first night we went out just to a local pizzeria that we went out on the last night too, and that was awesome. It was five-euro pizzas, and they were oh, gorgeous. They were gorgeous. so gorgeous. And it was a very local place there that, like, the footy on and the kids were playing around and then you had like gabbering youths and and then old people. You absolutely couldn't check out the waitress because you knew it was all of her family behind the counter. I don't really do that thing but you've got more hormones than me. 
Um, but still, it was lovely. And then on the middle night, we went to a... You see, I think it was... It wasn't a chain quite. It was quite a... No, it was a, a restaurant that was located within a butcher's. Yes. But the butcher's, I think, had a couple of places around Milan. So it was just yeah. sort of a local chain, if you like. Yeah, and they... I mean... The piece of meat that you had. Well, this thing on the on the on the menu they had um, they basically had it listed as a price per hundred grams. So I did sort of my calculations. Like, yeah, I'll have a I'll have a three hundred gram steak. So that's a little bit over eight ounces. That's about yeah. that's about right for a nice nice steak meal and everything like that. And the uh, the waiter came over and, and uh, said, oh, "Can I have a three hundred gram steak?" And he's like, uh, "No, we only have seven hundred. Come on, okay." <laughs> Let's do that then. <laughs> 18-ounce steak comes out later. And it's the only time... I, I am a big believer in finishing everything on my plate. I've had it since a kid. You know, if you don't do it, A, you've got to think of all the people starving around the world, and B, you get beaten. And um, that I haven't... I didn't finish my plate, though. I felt bad about I it did. for 24 hours. Yeah, you did. I had, I had a schnitzel, though, which was... Uh, it was a big schnitzel, and, and I've never had a... And I've been to Germany and had schnitzel, but this was... You've a, had a battered schnitzel. Yeah, this was... Well, yeah... <clears throat> Um, so yeah, that was good. And anyway, Rupes, the whole point we're going there, uh, we will talk about later, but we also then went to Monza Garage, which yep. is really cool. And Marco Bassini, Marco Bassini, who we're interviewing in the next mag mm-hmm. and, um, and built a really cool car. Have you sent him questions yet? No, not yet. Send the questions. Should. Um, and yeah, he had Sorry, a for the purpose of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had a custom built car that they're literally designed for an Abu Dhabi in. Can we call him that? Um, you can call Mabo Dabian. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, and it's based on a big pickup truck, and he put a custom body on it and lots of other custom bits. And we took lots of photos, and that's great. And then he said, oh, but we can't put this in print uh, until March. So we're like, oh, okie cookie. Cool. <laughs> so that's in issue 50. Very um, cool, though. It's very, very cool. They have and had to fit extra batteries for all the other crap they put on there. Oh, it's got electric everything. It was and, and beyond your wildest dreams of electric things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was bonkers. And one of my favourite photos I've ever taken, I've realised we printed really small, and I'm upset about that. And it's a black and white one of a race car in the back of a shed, and it's a really cool photo. And we've done it little, so we're going to have to print that one again. Um, and because the 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 car was something like one and a half million, wasn't it? I thought it was two and a half million. Two and a half million, something like yeah. that. And it's supposed to be one of ten so in theory they've got to do another nine of them yes yeah um oh, but they also had a what was the other they had a panda four by four that they're that's shoot, very cool that was super I, to be honest panda. do i want a two and a half million f- thing you know on a ram chassis looking pretty or do i want a four by four panda from the 80s answer four by four from the pa- and, and it had lights on the roof lights on the roof i'm going to put that on boris i gotta have lights on my roof it's a thing um anyway oh, we have to see the bottom of the ditch then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is for when you rolled it. Um, Labo <laughs> Cosmetica. Yeah, no, well, just it was it was internal. Um, Labo Cosmetica. We went to just on the morning of the Wednesday before we flew off again, and it was awesome as ever. We went to visit uh, one of their detailers who's got a very Italian sounding name, and I'm going to say I'm going to go for it. Dell'Alto. Yeah, that's better than I would have done. So yeah, let's just leave it at that. And they have literally a team of guys working, and they had a Ferrari in there. And I think everyone to us take photos of the Ferrari, but actually, photographically speaking, the red Mustang was better, and uh, ended up being our front cover shot of mm-hmm. all things. And then we did a podcast, which is in this series as well with Marco, um, who is an absolute legend. He's he's now perpetually happy. Very happy. I mean, you would be if you kind of owned that sort of company. You could just go around in your Alpha every now and then. Yeah, well, he goes racing all the time. He's been in the desert again. He's he's just... I'm not going to say Playboy lifestyle because it's not, but it's like... It's just so damn cool, basically. Um, yeah, when I grow up, I want to be like him. 
what it is like to have a successful business. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember that. Um, and then we had a garage therapy accreditation day. So this isn't initially, we flew back. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, we did that flying back and that was fun. Um, and we like how garage therapy are doing their ceramic accreditations. And then just before print, I shot off to Kent and we went and had a PBD day with Kelly Harris. So Kelly does a advanced plus thing exclusively for PBD members. And it's about uh, an eighth of the price if you wanted to do it one-to-one. Um, and we also had Jim White there who was attending. He'd been there for the rest of the week as well. And we'd spent some time doing some VT work with him. And that was great to, to catch up with Jim. Um, and wh- when I when I assembled this, I, I was trying to find some sort of theme to go along with it. So when, if you, if you, if you look at the, uh, the page, you'll see it all, uh, round all in, uh, Kelly and Jim. And, uh, apparently Jim didn't get that. To be fair, I didn't get that. Jim is younger than us, though. Kelly, Kelly and Jim, for 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 the um, for for the pre-color generation, um, was a, a, a children's TV program in the early 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 nineties. Oh, wasn't it called Rosie and Jim? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I get that more. Yeah, that, that makes that, more that, sense. That's, and that's why it's in the little portal with a duck on top. So the, the duck used to turn around and quack because okay. they were on a, a narrowboat. Well, you see, but, now, his, but Jim, apparently, you said Jim's dad had to explain that to him. Yeah, but Jim, but Jim th- apparently is thirty. I think he's 30, 31, something like that. I thought, I thought he, was... he was... He was... Yeah. Bear in mind, every time you make a cultural oh, reference, I... It's not... If I don't say anything... you it's need not, culture to understand. I was about to say, I, it's <laughs> not that I, I get it and I'm, I do it. I just stay quiet because I don't want it to be explained because it'd be reference football or, or popular music or something. And one thing I've noticed is the graphic of the car that we've got in the Car Care Adventures is still Fritz, the big black Audi. Mm-hmm. And actually, Fritz has been in a barn for the last three years, so we need to turn it into VOD, the blue Audi, or Uncrashable I mean, you, 3. You, you cannot... Claim that you actually know the difference being colorblind. No, I can tell that's between a, that's blue and a black. Slightly different Look, color colorblind does you. not mean monovision. I can still, you know, like identify colors vaguely. Um, Your dogs have better identification than you do. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Um, and this time, so last issue 13, we chatted with Matt Angelwax, and he wrote his lovely article, took lots of photos. This time, because I've locked down and ended, he's also on a podcast. He's also on a podcast. Blooming heck, it's almost like a fix. Uh, and I flew it's like up. the people we talked to. Yeah. I flew up to Glasgow and um, and took photos and wandered around their, their new place. And it was amazing. And then we also, I got taken out for an Indian as well. It was great. And got to talk with John, uh, uh, which is spun through to allow us to do what we're doing for the next mega test, which I keep alluding to, but I'm not going to give you any more detail yet. So, um, yeah, that was an awesome couple of days in Glasgow, which I don't think I've ever said before. Um, and then we crack into the new products. In what new product flicks your switch this year? I don't know about flicks year. my switch. I mean, there are some there are some interesting ones in here. It's, there's, I think the the one for me was they're all interesting, obviously. They're all they're all interesting, but something stood out as different, as it were. Yes. Um, also, be uh, done this acid wheel cleaner. Now, I'm not saying it's great or bad or anything like that. It's different because I can't remember having an acid wheel cleaner that I've sprayed on a wheel and it fizzed. Yes, it definitely, it's strong. Yeah, it, it's very strong, and you, you can dilute it down um, one to ten, so... Yeah, yeah it was, it, it's got... Of, it, I, I, it did a really good job, and the thing is, your wheels are on your Mercedes are black, painted by hand by a blind like potato. person. They're terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Um, and if anything was going to start flaking paint, it would be an acid wheel cleaner. And actually, yours are just as terrible as they were. They're just a bit cleaner. Yeah, they're fine. It's just, I'm... I'm I'd just like to know why why it's uh, why it fizzed because it, fizzed, it yeah. fizzed the tires as well. 
It, it, so yes. it's definitely reacting with something. So whether it's acid and there's like water, uh, watermarks on there. Yeah, but it's not like in a metal tin. It's in a normal bottle. In fact. Oh, no, no. It, it was one of these. It actually hit the surface and then started fizzing. Yeah, there was like a weird two-second so there's, delay. There's some, there's some reaction in there. So yeah. it, it's cool. Use with caution if you're on sensitive world. But yeah, different. Yeah, different indeed. What about you? Um, quite a few that I was kind of intrigued well, by. I'll just point out that we've got all the, the new Nanolex um, things in there with their new packaging. Yes. Quite cool. We Indeed. spoke to Josh about on the last series. Indeed, Josh Tobin. And we, um, the other thing is, yeah, the ones we had were pre-release labels, so they looked a bit flaking. They're only in German, but actually we've got the proper ones through, and they're lovely, absolutely lovely. Um, another thing I'd like to draw attention to is Diamond Bright Ceramic Kit. So they sent us through the one that they send to dealerships, and they openly admit it's an amino-based uh, ceramic, not a polysilazone, I think. Um, and the idea being they're trying to create one that can be applied in a dealership setting, which isn't going to... Um, it's, it's harder to cock up, should we say. But I just liked their honesty of talking to Lance about how they're trying to, you know, make something fit for purpose. And I thought that was quite nice. And it's always nice it's to get stuff It's quite a fine line to have to walk. So. It is. It's a, it's a tough one. Um, and then the other thing that really stood out to me, I mean, we've got lots of nice XCP professional stuff through, but I'm not a motorcyclist. Um, so didn't actually use any of that. Um, we but, did put a lot of these sprays, however, onto the side of the Merc. Yes. A little sort of, let's just see how they do every single one of these and you'll see on on this page there is uh four um four spray sealants and a, a varying um varying chemistry so2 graphene and spray sealants the, the sort of the, the classic nano water-based stuff and there is uh hd car Care's hybrid cream wax which mm. we then covered on the bonnet you know technically and and, and yeah. oh no i did the t the um the, 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 spoiler. the, the spoiler yeah Technically, you could argue that the bonnet is either less or more susceptible to uh, product failure. I guess is it, yeah. is it harder to live on a bonnet than it is on a door? Yeah, good question. But two and a half, three months after we put those on there, there was absolutely no sign of any of the sprays, and mm. the hybrid cream wax is even still now, up until the other week when I had to physically polish it off for another test we're doing, mm -hmm. still going strong. Yeah, and and the nice thing is, I like a liquid wax. I, it reminds me of SRP. I mean, I'm not saying this is SRP, it really isn't, but it just the whole process of, of wiping a cream on your sheet metal and buffing. Um, it's, 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 it's a good product and it hybrid, obviously it's got some tech in there and that's why it's lasting so well. So yeah, no, that's, that's a, a thing. So, so partially positive for them, but also a slight downer on the, the spray sealants, but well, they, they did what they, um, what yeah. they're advertised to by all means, well, you know, we put them on there and they're nice, nice beading and everything like that. But if you're looking for endurance. Yeah, I would, I, I would probably mitigate somewhat because we've got one which is very much a quick detailer, so it's not about protection. We had one that involved graphene, which we did notice it actually kind of, there were black spots in it, which was curious. Mm -hmm. Which was one of the early problems with graphene. Yeah, and there's another one that I know works kind of pretty damn well as a, as a kind of a rinse coat thing, so not yeah. necessarily as, a, as, a, as an LSP. Uh, and then one is just a, a spray and wipe with a bit of ceramic in it. So, yeah, what's, what's interesting is that the one that's nicest to use and most it's satisfying is also... The oldest tech, technically. Yeah, yeah, and it lasts. Um, hardware, well, I think we've mentioned it before because in the last series we had PJ of Dodo Juice and he bought over when he came the 
coolest goddamn detailing bag there is. Yes. Um, and I, I wrote the description on it and got <laughs> worked out the cubic capacity of all the different detailing bags on the market. That's how exciting I am. Um, it really is how it, exciting you are. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like that. And it's got a pad holder and stuff at the top, which makes it different. And uh, PJ's big thing was you can throw a pad and it, it, it sticks to the Velcro there. Eventually, yes. Yeah, you have to be a better thrower than me. Was it in the hardware end, what, what floated your boat? Uh, plenty of interesting stuff in there. The Mafra detailing brushes are quite cool. We've actually got little schematics of how the um, the, br- the bristles, br- bristles are, are inserting like star patterns, and they're actually different materials. There's and quite a lot of thought gone into it. It's not just stuffing um, stuffing a brush end into the back of a pig and seeing how it comes out. Yeah, and it is it's well thought out stuff. It brings me to the detail guards as well with their dirt lock stuff. That yeah. I, I just like how they do their stuff. And I think actually here we need to point out there's an, a little an amendment and a policy. We photographed it in a slims back. And then in the text, we talked about how annoying overpriced small American buckets are. I want it to be very clear that we're not saying the Slim's bucket is an overpriced American bucket because it is American, but it is not small. It's 25 litres. It's a decent price. Decent, very decent price. Um, And so, yeah, the inference that we were talking about the Slim's bucket. A lot of these can sometimes be supplied with very cheap things from some retailers was the overall inference when they're brought in. It not was. in this case. Yes. I did have a, a little black bucket that I was going to do the photos in, but blow me down, taking a photo of a black uh, uh, detail guard's dirt lock um, with a scrub wall in a black bucket, really bloody difficult. Mm-hmm. Really difficult. So we used the white bucket of Sims, who now instantly brought out a grey bucket that we're going to be... Oh, uh, the, Mar- s- the Martin Cox one? Uh, 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 possibly. Was that no, 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 no. I think this is... No, no, no. This is... So oh, this is... Yeah, white plastic's expensive. No. No, it's because I've been asked to do a black bucket, but they think everybody else is doing black bucket, so we're going to do grey. Oh, okay. I thought there was, I thought there was yeah. like a production. And th- no, they're made by Grit Guard ah, in cool. America, I think. Um, so, yeah, quality stuff and apologies for any accidental stuff, uh, sort of inference there. L- um, last thing for me from the hard one, we'll start to power through these a bit more because we're going a lot longer than we thought we were. Uh, what this. are we up to? What are we up oh, to? Half an hour. Holy hell. Yeah, we were supposed to do this in 25 minutes. Yeah. Uh, thermo pads. We've actually got some physically in our hands now, and these are actually quite interesting upcoming tech, and it's something that Detlef has exclusive patent over as well. So this, this yeah. is the only place you're going to be able to get this tech. And... It's to do with how the cells react to heat. So the more you polish, you, you heat up the pad, and the pad actually loses its... Um, rigidity. Rigidity. That's a, that's a good enough word for the sake of this conversation. Firmness. Um, whereas the... Apparently up to 70% reduction, whereas these thermo pads, they... You can cut for longer with them. They don't lose any of the rigidity. You can rub them as much as like, and they don't go soft. Yes, and they, they, I think it's something like they'll only use lose something like ten to fifteen percent. Don't quote me on that because I kind of heard that in passing. But yes, yeah, about <laughs> that. And they're better, and we'll try them out and see how they do. Yeah, they were interesting stuff that. though. Yeah. Pro Detailer issue fourteen is now available on the Pro Detailer website at www.prodetailermagazine.com. Right, let's fizz through some of these. Okay, so, well, speaking of interesting, your PIR guide, you're very humble about this, but it's really, really important to get your dilutions right, and Ian has done a great job of yeah. giving you a quick guide how to do that. A lot more people are using PIR on bottles, so it's quite good to actually have it out there as a quick reference guide. It's Indeed. In now, we had a huge article on the undercarriage of Morris, and we used Lanagard, and we cleaned them up thoroughly and then sprayed Lanagard underneath them for some uh, rust protection. A lot of people are saying horse-bolted, horse bolted before stable door shut when it comes to There was already plenty of um, anti-rust stuff under the the form of 
engine oil. Uh, there was lots of engine oil under there, lubricating, adding character to my undercarriage. Um, but no, that was an interesting one. And if you are doing the underside of your car, if you're a JDM fan, I'd advise having a good read there. We interviewed also... thomas Woo! He's awesome. Very cool guy. Really nice friendly chap as well. Uh, does all this awesome artwork on machine polishers, etc. Does his own artwork, does um, custom shoes and things like that as well. So that's a really cool little interview, a little peek behind the scenes of how he uh, does his bits and pieces. Then on a slightly, you know, similar tangent. What, foreign? Well... He does Rupert's stuff when we went to. Oh, Rupert's. that's a more obvious tangent. Yeah, I should have. I probably should have gone to that first. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we went to Rupert's, didn't we? we really spent... irritating that P in the middle of the page. Oh, that's, get that B in your bonnet about it. Well, if, if there's a there's a double page spread that's the intro, and it looks like it just says Ruiz, and that's because when I went when when we were putting this together, I spoke to the printers and I said, okay, well, can we make sure that the the the, the picture is constant yeah so you know we put a little bit of a border on the inside of the the split page and it pushes everything out and it looks fine when it's open and you say yeah 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 the uh the technology you know how we were trying to keep it within time (laughs) it does not so yeah apologies ruiz supposed to be rupes and uh, someone was flogged for that yes um so we went around all the the factories. I'd say factories because it's Rupes is is uh, they do their own chemicals, their own pads, their own backing plates, their own machines, their own motors. All of which happen in different buildings that are all pretty close to each other, but not necessarily conjoined. Yes. Um, and yeah, we saw an awful lot of stuff. We couldn't and I confess we couldn't like show everything in the mag because some of the stuff they do is top secret and they don't want everybody else hearing about it so understandably we've we've, we've restricted some stuff but there's still loads of interesting photos in there um they had a museum uh, which was very cool learning about the history of not just rupert's but really the history of, of polishing and, and detailing before the word was even coined mm-hmm. we had an interview with uh, the big boss man interview with big boss man Big big boss man. Most people don't actually ever hear from or see the actual yeah owner of it. He was so charming. I have to admit. No, I took a photo of him and he asked to have a look at the back of my camera. Mm -hmm. And well, he asked to look at my camera. Sorry, the camera. No, like the picture at the back. Oh, okay. Um, And he said, um, "You're you're a good photographer." Obviously, I swooned, and um, I just said, "No, I'm lucky." And he said, uh, "You know, you didn't see his fingers crossed behind his back at the time." (laughs) No, because they were behind his back, Um, and uh, just in the reflection. And uh, he said, "Napoleon Napoleon apparently once said that he didn't." want good generals he wanted lucky generals now that's that's a that's a that's that's, a quote that's an educated man um so anyway we did lots of that and then we came back and played with your mercedes which was uh putting some ppf on the wing mirrors yes there was not too much blasphemy there normally i would envisage lots of blasphemy but actually we we did it one way on one wing and then that premature stuff was actually quite nice to work with i I haven't worked with a lot of uh ppf before because i haven't done it yeah um but it was just kind of a let's just see what let's just see what an idiot can do with it in his hand and and then i i gave it to you and you you had a had a go yeah um clay lube chemistry corner interesting stuff this article's been on the back burner for a while because we've been seeking stuff but we went and talked to giacomo and co ricardo, yeah. uh, ricardo and giacomo at um at labo uh, who just bought out lubrifica hashtag lubrifica lubrifics what a new a new lubricant from from labo cosmetica really really interesting it's more just a look at the that the, there is a point behind dedicated clay lube sometimes they you can you can you just use your, your your bucket of water with a clay cloth if you're just doing very rough stuff. But for if you want to, you want to take it a bit more chance. You don't want to cause any damage. You want to see if you get stuff out without having to you know, compound things out afterwards. Mm. Definitely a good thing to look at. Brings us on to the mega test. Yes. Now, did anyone understand the uh, the graphic? <laughs> Uh, it was a pop musical thingy, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. Because that that it, it took me ages to find that car. 
because that is the ac- that isn't accurate. I can't remember exactly what it is now, but it took me absolutely ages to find the exact car that was on the front cover of NXS's new sensation. Oh, that was the thing. Yeah. All I know is every time I open the InDesign file, because you copied and pasted that thing, there was about 60 megabytes worth of images that had to load every time you zoom in and out even a little bit, and my little uh-huh. computer couldn't cope. Um, on this, can we first of all say thank you uh, to Soft99, because uh, they very kindly um, got uh, Mr. Shelton in, uh, who's there, one of their scientists, and uh, Paul, he uh, gave us lots of interesting insight into the technology behind tire dressings and stuff, and so that is much appreciated. We tested, so we asked you guys uh, for your most popular or your favourite tyre dressing and we got a list of about 103 I think in the end and you voted in the eight contestants that we put here. Now some of these products were our conventional tyre dressings. We have a tyre wax from Soft99 that was awesomely good at uh, matting the tyre and stuff. We have Gary Therapy which is a tyre serum not a tyre dressing and we need to sort of reiterate that so it didn't necessarily suit the criteria of the test but it's it was your favourite so yeah. it went in just yeah. to see what it's good Exactly. Um, we also have Blackout from car pro which is a it's not a ceramic coating for tires but it looks like one is pressed like one uh, and is significantly different from everything else and it was definitely an interesting experience we had to take the wheels off to put it on it had a cure time it was it was complex but wish seeing this kind of technology in tire dressings is great um we put in meg's endurance because it won the last one and interestingly it didn't win this one so mm-hmm. you know development things progress. have moved on in the world they have indeed just about um Enigma Elixir from Angel Wax was in there. Ceramic one worked really, really well on a new tyre. It beat everything out of the world for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had lots of different tests and bits and bobs that we did, um, and it's all in there. This jar of gummy stuff, which was nice and easy to put on. That was easy, and it tasted good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bouncer's Dress to Impress, that was proper old school, but actually I really liked it. It, it, it was effective. It reminded me of, of stuff that I used quite a while ago, but it lasted a long time, and it added a nice natural gloss to things, so I was a fan of that. And then there was Q2 tyre from Gion, but... Um, and we went through some quite we went through stages with this testing didn't we because mm. we, we, were, we were we the first time we tried to do tests on it we put it on the wheels just before we went up to um t-side t-side mm. and frankly none of them did that well um no the, the problem they, they, we have they needed is a wash to 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 reveal a couple of them as well yeah that's that's the thing the problem is because we pushed the test we'd done longer than we probably should have done if we'd stopped earlier we would get a nicer gradient of from least performance to best performance but because we'd left it so long all we could really make out were the top two or three and then very slight contrast so it mm-hmm. was it was it was tricky but there was definitely uh, you know the, the 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 top two were were pretty clear um on did, that one. We did have some interesting techniques for drying the tyres off for the test. Yeah. Because Quattro. Because Quattro, put on a ramp, spin the wheels with the engine, uh, and then work out how to turn off all the warning lights that mm. come on afterwards. But that was my problem. Yep. Indeed. And uh, although uh, you probably saved my life because we had to get the spare out because the tyre needed to come off for the um, the Gion, which needs a heat gun to apply it, and the Car Pro, which needs cure time. And I put on my spare, which it turns out is original to the car, and it's a year 2000 car. And uh, yeah, that was yeah eye-opening. I'm surprised I'm still alive, to be honest. Um, moving swiftly on, we did a guide to podcasting, and uh, well, we're we done really should start reading that at some point. Yeah, but it tells you everything you need in terms of microphones and cables and softwares and stuff. So it's, a, you, it's a nice, easy thing to get into. You don't have to do these stupidly long ones that we end up doing. You can do 10, 15 minute podcasts, and they're, they're good for people just to listen to, engage with. Yeah, things. I mean, you can do also the same kit if you want to do a bit of karaoke. You know, at night when this is left here, I sometimes creep into the office and, and sing along. Um, on that 
Roadcaster. ASMR stuff. Uh, I wouldn't describe that as a bit I'm, more erotic. I'm going, I'm going to clean the car now. Okay, this is another popular it's record. ASMR. People, Don't give me letters. People, I got confused at ASMR WWF. People speaking really close to the microphone with the, the gain turned up massively, so it, it's, it's supposed to please the brain. <laughs> well, that's, that's why it's had no effects. Well, that didn't yeah, <laughs> please my brain. Um, and uh, this takes us to a far more cerebral topic, which is graphene. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about graphene? Do I want to talk about graphene? Uh, well, we're still in the middle of the testing, so all, all this was was kind of our first foray into it just to see kind of if there is anything to it in the first place. You know, mm. we, we go we go through the, the bit of the story behind graphene because it's, it's not as easy as some people said, oh, well, they just put a piece of scotch tape onto some graphite and peeled it off. And they were, no, and the, the, there was more to it than that. They yeah, had you to still go got a Nobel Prize stages. for doing that. Yes, it was just one way they found to actually easily obtain graphene and it could come off of there. Things have moved on since then, and now they're firing things through into slurries and drying things off, and it's mm. much more complicated and very expensive. And, yeah, we went up to uh, AGM. AGM, who are applied graphic materials. I always accidentally call them advanced graphic materials. It's not. It's applied. So, you know, smack wrist. Mm-hmm. Naughty. Um, and, uh, yeah, we learned an awful lot there, and they were refreshingly honest. I mean, they're, they're multi-million pound research incubator thingamajiggles, so yeah. we've got some very clever people with lots of letters after their name. Um, and, yeah, it was eye-opening and now we've basically been charged by them but also by our own intellectual interest i guess intellectual is a bit of a stretch curiosity interest <laughs> interest yeah uh, to see if um uh, graphene does have benefits and we've started doing some blind testing we've done all sorts of clever stuff which we'll talk about in the future because a lot of this is kind of assumption based on the general properties of graphene mm. so just assuming that it well it, it, it's all this in theory this should all work does it? <laughs> yeah, and that's and that question we are the next mega test uh, we won't talk about here because we've already gone way over time. But mm-hmm. it's interesting, and uh, trust me, uh, you'll 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 want to have a read about it. Um, we then go into trader talk, and one thing is fraud during lockdowns and stuff like that. Fraud took over, and roof. Uh, yeah, really did, and a lot of detailers were affected. So we've actually put together a guide on specific different types of frauds. If you know about these scams, then it's much harder to be got by them. Um, then we also talked about retaining customers. So this is sort of PVD guidance article um, and how you can do it. So always worth a read if you're in business. And it doesn't even have to be a car care business, to be honest. Anything like that would be good. Ah, um, oh, just an advert, Valet Pro 24 Plus, their new ceramic coating, which yesterday I was down chatting with them about it and learning about their development. And that will be in issue 15 too. Holland. Holland. Oh, I love that. Arctic artwork. We had a working title for this showcase article um, about uh, the detail, Dutch detailing centre, and the working title was rubbish, but then you came up with Arctic Artwork, which I think is quite cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Glad, glad, glad to see you proofreading all of these things. Yeah, no, well, I, I, I am, but my brain doesn't the, retain much. If you, if, you, if you don't know the story, the, 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 the proofing for this magazine was um, interesting because normally what happens in the last week, we start printing out hard copies on our lovely big Versalingate seat. Big birth of the second. And actually looking at what it looks like in real life rather than on a backlit screen. And then we find all of the problems going incorrect and everything like that. And normally that's a collaborative effort and we're sat around the table going through things. And it generally, I think it probably snags... 99.9% of any issues 
Uh, but it's more like at 85% of issues. But yeah, I mean, we things still get through. I still get messages from people who spend their life. Like yeah, but you per- can ignore them, so it's fine. But this, this, <laughs> you this, can. this time, um, some idiot decided to get COVID. <coughs> and he has the printer in the office here. So <laughs> I had no input, so it's not my fault. Yeah, yeah. Plausible any, any problems? Yeah, talk yeah. to me. Yeah, well, I've already had messages like, for example, apparently on the spine, the issue 14 bit is a quarter of an inch at a different height from the other ones. So when it's lined up on a book. We don't actually do any of that. We just tell them what we want on there. Yeah, on no, we're shifting spine, the blame. That's one bit we don't design. Shifting so. blame again. And then we did the super van, which was cool. Scott Wheels detailing up in Scotland. Surprise, surprise. And that was a fun thing. So that kind of rounds it out. We've got the PBD directory in the back as per normal. Um, but issue 14 is obviously still available. We'd love it if you don't really have it to buy it. You can get it on prodetailermagazine.com. Postage to the UK is free, but we also offer full international delivery. But if you're in Holland, check out Carcare Netherlands because they've got it. If you're in America, check out Detail Division because he's got it. And uh, it'll be cheaper and quicker to get hold of it. So do it. Um, anything else you want to add? Or should we just talk about the upcoming season we have? Salt and pepper. No, I don't really want to talk about the upcoming season. Keep it... Keep it a surprise. Keep it a surprise yeah. We've we already people coming up. Yes. Another eight episodes, I think, maybe some of that. And yeah. We've already recorded quite a lot of them. We yes. did two in Italy. We've got some serious heavyweight celebs as per. Um, and uh, Hopefully one of them will come back into being because... Yeah, it's one of them we've had to pull and see what happens. We'll be very unhappy if it doesn't, doesn't get loud. In. But anyway, um, so, yes, keep following this channel. And, uh, yeah, we'll do podcasts and shit like that. Woohoo! Thank you.